When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Garden Report on CLNS Media, John Zanis. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. What's up, Johnny? What's going on, buddy? Another dub. Interesting route to get there. It was an interesting route to get there. Um, there's quite a bit you know, to say about this game. I'm curious the mood of the people because it's like, it's a win. There was obviously it's holiday start of the of, holiday week. Everyone's in good mood, John. The, most of it was something like that you wouldn't like because um, it was pretty ugly and a mail it in effort. I think for most of the night, I'm curious the post game stuff that comes out of it. This was supposed to be the Marcus Smart reunion game. Marcus Smart is out, as we know. Yeah, tweaked an ankle. He was, um, he, was five, he was shaking hands after the game though. He's five weeks, three to five. Um, yeah, three to five. So uh, certainly not great. He's a healer. Uh, for that. But so that was the only allure to this game. And then it was just ho-hum, you know, the first night of a back-to-back, uh, you know, closing out a road trip, a short road trip. And, th- I mean, this Memphis team, Jimmy, I watched the whole game. I still don't know the names of any of the players. Um, <laughs> I just asked you who this guy uh, – I don't even want to say his name because I don't think I'm going to say it right. Aldama? Yeah. Santi? Santa Claus making an appearance earlier earlier in the year here. Yeah, good for him. Um, I mean, listen, the I I did tell everybody on the last show, John, we were going over the um, FanDuel promo. Shout out FanDuel, great sponsor. We'll talk about them in a second. But I did tell everybody to place your money line bets on the Celtics for this game because I thought it was going to be a layup win for them. Now. They did win, so if you took my advice, congratulations. But you had to sweat that one out. Nobody thought, even even with, you know, nobody nobody thought it was going to be remotely close, you know, to what it was tonight. Full lineup, like, what what happened, this, John? You tell me. This was a, tell this the people. Was a, this was a joke. This, this was is a joke. this is a trap game. This, this is right, Justin. Sorry, I was waiting until the club filled up. You know, this is this us being late tonight. <laughs> I was on was the like, horn with John. So it was letting it you? was letting that line build outside the club so people <laughs> would think that this is like a hot spot. You know, that's um, that's what I that's what we do for the Westfall shows. We just create yeah. lines. Nobody's actually there to see me. <laughs> uh, so um, so yeah so. Um, a bit to talk about, like we said, Bobby's down there. We'll get Bobby's taken a yeah. little bit, uh, which is which will be good too. I'm curious the post game reaction. I definitely think Joe wasn't happy with a lot about this game, um, and it, it did feel like kind of like a ho hum. I mean, again, this is a Memphis team that was without everybody. <laughs> like it's i mean it's insane obviously you know moran's still serving the suspension you've got brandon clark you're missing mark with the achilles steven adams out for the year bismack Uh, mayumbo is starting for this team still yeah 
and a couple of really thick dudes, you know? So John um, Conchar. That's a, that's a hockey name. <laughs> Conchi. Like that's a Conchi dude. Everybody knows I, that. I'm thinking of Sergey Gonchar. They, they almost lost to Sergey Gonchar tonight. Dave, David uh, Roddy played 20 minutes for them tonight. Vince Williams played another 16. Yeah. These are names that I would say the casual, the casual probably wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, so, no. So it was, um, also me. Okay. So everybody had a bad game. Let's, let's put it out there except for Porzingis and Hauser. Um, yeah. And there's no way around that. Uh, it was a sleepwalk game. Can, so, we, I guess, no, can we start at the end, though? Let's start at the end. Jeez. At least give us that. Yeah. Let's start at the end. I mean, a great – I mean, a, a, a wild finish. I think everybody was on their feet Fine. by the end of that – by the end of that uh, sequence, if you want to call it. Yeah. Tatum, Tatum you know, who got the rebound there? Um, White got the rebound, give it to, gives it to Tatum. He could have just – he could have just ran around and tried to jibble the clock out. Holiday gets open and then goes up for the dunk. Listen, I love Holiday just as much as the next, more than the next guy, really. Except maybe, well, me and you, we love Holiday, John. We'll say that. But that was that was a play that we would have been cringing if if uh, Memphis hits that three in transition. This was Holiday's first legit bad game um, in every in every way imaginable. He was making bad passes all game, uh, just careless with the basketball, uh, poor decision making, just stuff you don't normally see from him. Just it was like this was like this felt like a full circle, like ghost of Marcus Smart sort of performance where Holiday would play like ass for three and a half quarters and then pull it out, you know, pull it out at the end. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'm I'm giving I'm I'm gonna give. A, th- a third of that blame pie to uh, Tatum for hitting him on the cut. Tatum's just got to hold on to that ball. <laughs> just hold on to that ball and wait for the foul. I mean, I get uh, it. You go up by four, game's kind of over. But also, don't risk that, right? Yeah, so that was silly. And then Porzingis bailed him out with a sixth block. And Porzingis came to play the entire night. Just a weird game, too. And I like that. Someone put this in my feed. Chris stops. I like it. Uh, and that's what he did tonight. Uh that's what he did. Uh, so Can again, I address something really quick? Yeah, I guess. I guess. This is just a comment I, I'm reading here. This clown said to bet a minus 800 money line. WTF is this? Yeah. A, the whole point of me saying that was because it activates your $150 bonus bucks. So you bet $5 on any money line. And you win that bet. You get $150 FanDuel bonus bucks. So yes, this clown said to bet an eight hundred minus eight hundred dollar money. Yeah, guys. Yeah, for Figure the it promo out, for the FanDuel promo, you're only making a five dollar bet. So yes, you want to grab the most lopsided thing possible. God, should ban you regard. right now. I should ban him from the comments for being that stupid, but I won't because I'm a nice guy. Yeah. Just yeah. know I'm giving you a free pass. A eh? saving. Yeah. You. Next. All right. Continue, John. I don't know. So uh, everybody was bad. Uh, they the the whole team like just dragged ass for three quarters. Um, I thought it was really interesting uh, that Joe and I tweeted this too. Um, Brown went in for an out of control. Brown had just gotten in like an emotional tee uh, the possession before. This is about five minutes into the third quarter, and then Brown goes um, a kind of wild into the lane, misses a shot, no foul is called. Tatum stuck in the corner and he's standing watching and, and his guy busts it up the court. And then Tatum's like, uh Oh, and he starts jogging behind him 
and uh, ends up in a transition three. Joe calls a timeout, and again, yeah. typically, typically Tatum comes out there. He he sat both of those guys. <laughs> he was done. He was done there. Uh, that's as close to a benching as you're gonna as you're gonna get from Joe. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, that's the second time that's happened to Tatum. And I caught it again too. And I can't remember what you've been game looking it was. for it. No, but the same exact thing happened, and Joe called the timeout, and Tatum came out, but that was also his rest time. Right. And it's not going to be like I'm going to make an example of Tatum and pull him out of here, but he he sat him. He sat his ass um, there uh, for the rest of that quarter because I the it was like – I mean, it was a weird Tatum game. And then obviously he made a series of plays late uh, to pull it out. I thought they came out and they played harder in the fourth quarter. It was just still a slop fest because they spent three three quarters not really kind of getting any flow to the game and not, you know, not getting in any sort of rhythm. Uh, but that's just kind of how it went there uh, for, for those first three quarters. It was just it's just an ugly game. Ugly Let game. Exactly. Yeah. No, u- ugly game. Um you can call it maybe a bit of a trap game. I think. Listen, they're they're humans. Yeah, they, they seven ten play. mark. Horford comes in for Tatum, Pritchard for Brown, Hauser for Holiday. All three of them were playing horribly at that point. Mm-hmm. Horribly. I don't know that. Did they go all last them, night, John? Maybe they went out in Memphis last night. Gra- Do we know? Gra- grabbing barbecue with Bobby. Bobby's on the. Bobby is listen. Bobby is on the scene. That would be some good reporting if he happened to find out what the team I was don't up believe to last any of those guys played the rest of that third quarter. Well, Holiday Brown Tatum, yeah, they all started the fourth. They sat their ass, dude. You sat, you sat all three of those guys, Tatum, Brown, and Holiday from the seven ten mark on, uh, all the way through, uh, you know, the rest of that quarter. So Joe was definitely. Not super thrilled with how things were going at that point, you know. And for what it's worth, the margin stayed the same. They were up three when it happened, and up three after that, after the third. So uh, it wasn't uh, they didn't lose anything there. But you know, you had that. You sat those three guys down, and then uh, Porzingis gets his fourth foul, and he's got to come out of the game uh, at about God, when was that five minute mark? Or I mean, there's five minutes left in the quarter, so maybe four minutes. You, so you're without your four be best honest, players. You lost me. <laughs> I'm saying Joe. Joe didn't like it. Joe. Joe. No, that's a th- that to me is a message. Like I think he actually sent a message there. Like I think he, he got his listen. Guys, he should send. He a sat those guys. He sat those guys, and then he lost Porzingis to a fourth foul. And he had to sit the rest of that quarter. And he lost, he had lost them for the whole third quarter. I think he was just annoyed with how the game was going. And justifiably so. And you don't see that. I would expect and hope that he says something similar in the post game. I know Bobby's there and he'll have the full report, but I'm curious. If I you're not, I mean, if you're not John, if you're not frustrated, then like what are what are your feelings? Like, do you have real feelings? We joke that he's like coach GPT, but I think you'd have to be frustrated. When you when you know that your team what your team's capable of and the level that they're playing they're playing down to the opponent there's no other way around it you're playing down to your opponent you know you look on the other side you don't get really fired up for anybody specifically to play up against and you kind of like you said coast the first three quarters just trying to get by on half-assed talent alone and it's frustrating I can imagine it's extremely frustrating from a coaching standpoint and then you know they got away with it so yeah. You know, you don't want to create these these little bad habits where they think they can get away with it, and because tonight they did. But I would say, 
how many other teams in the NBA you probably can't get away with it? Maybe maybe 28 other teams. Memphis might be the only one. So, well, I mean, and a quote from the locker room here, uh, Missoula, I don't think we took them lightly. I think they played harder than us, though. Sure, I guess that's kind of two sides of the, of the same coin, right? I mean, <laughs> you didn't, if they outplay, if they played harder than you, you weren't ready for you know to match their energy, which you would expect to get from a spunky team that's like, I'm gonna. I mean, think about it this way: you're the best team in the NBA, and you're coming in there, and they're shorthanded. No one's giving them a chance. Like, I guess you could pull a Wizards and lay down, but your average team with any sort of you know and guts or whatever is going to be like we're taking these guys you know like we're going to prove it to these guys i'm going to go out there and i'm going to bust so you got to be ready for those people are going to mm-hmm. be looking this is like you're, you're some team's super bowl you know like right. they want to take they want to take you down so you have to expect that you're going to go into these places and they're going to want to take down the big bad celtics so right they, they get a target on their back means, right means you did t- you did take them a little bit lightly so i wonder i think joe you know was definitely a little bit annoyed there because that was just a really bad. And again, that's a couple for Tatum and a weird Tatum game, right? Because you've got, huh? There's a question. Super chat. Did Joe said all that's what we're talking about? Yeah. Yes. I think the chat's coming in. You guys, the chat's coming into us a little bit behind. So if we're late on something like that, just yeah, Benjamin. That's what that's what I was talking about. He sat three of the five, and then he had to sit Porzingis because he had fouls. Mm -hmm. Um. So that's uh, that's what happened there. He picked up his fourth, which, again, was a very challengeable call had Joe not wasted it in the first quarter. We're going to get in on that in a little bit because this is starting to get stupid. Uh, but it's not the issue for the night. It's Celtics showed up, and it was kind of same old Celtics. To put a positive spin on it, Jimmy, this is what I would say. Oh, wow. This is a, a game- ra- What's This that? moment in history, John puts a positive spin on something. Here we go. What do you got? <laughs> this – game uh they lose it's a, it's another classic example of a game that they lose a year ago right like mm-hmm. this reminded me of oh, o- yeah. this reminded me I feel like we say this that reminded me now. of OKC no yes uh, yes the OKC w- game oh OKC without without sh- without uh Shea right yep SGA absolutely yep. this was like that this is similar right I mean that team last year without him was a bunch of players that and nobody knows for the most part. And they were not a team that had any business competing with the Celtics, but the Celtics lost and the Celtics lost that game. And there was a few like that. So this is one where they, they did they get Joe? So John, did they get away with it or did they overcome it? Both. Tonight? Both. I think I do think they played hard enough down the stretch where you could argue that they overcame it. And I, and I love the poor Zingas block at the end. And I love the fact that he, he taunted him at the end. I mean, he almost almost could have got teed up. Who knows? But he was just fired up. I mean, he made a nice block on that play. He didn't give up on it. It was a wild sequence. The three could have dropped. I don't recall who who took it. Um, was it was it um, was it Santi, the guy who was hot all night? Aldama might have been. Um, if that goes in, it's a completely different story tonight. Obviously, we're we're leading with we're right. still leading with that, but the, the Celtics blow one right. But um, they yeah so that's the that's the getting away with it factor i guess they got away with it tonight but for a couple of reasons one i do think they showed up to play a little bit more in the fourth even though they weren't playing necessarily well um they were playing harder um i don't think they played hard for three quarters but don't they have they, to play harder like if you're the grizzlies you have to play harder you're not no, the celtics oh okay 
the Celtics the the the, the Celtics did not play hard for three quarters. Porzingis no. Porzingis was good. Hauser came in and did what he did, um, but they didn't play well. And it, it was and again and Joe, for all intents and purposes, sat their asses in the third. Um, yeah, because they because they sucked, uh, but they came out and they played better and they played harder in the fourth. So that's one reason why they they were able to pull it out. But two, they um they just it's another uh, issue of talent, and that's what's different about this team this year. I think in years past, if you have games where Tatum and Brown are just checked out, um, you're done. Like yeah. there weren't enough people to pull them out. Maybe you know you'll get the rare you know. The, the you know game where one of the other guys will go bananas and, and 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 do it all themselves but for the most part you couldn't survive really games when both of those guys weren't you know these I mean, guys you went couldn't out last survive night. games you couldn't survive games when one of the two was like super ice cold sometimes so right so uh porzingis saved their ass Man. he was the only one who was who was active who was uh, you know active and aggressive offensively consistent with what he was doing. And then the six blocks, uh, he was everywhere on that stuff. So, uh, he, you know, he, he came to play the whole night and, and, you know, and bailed him out. I'm just looking at Tatum's line and, and one, he took one three pointer. Let I mean, me, that's, let that's, me, not, that's not, that's not a surprise. I obviously watched it, watched it, but this, like, it's just funny to read back. Like what do we got? If this is true, this is a good start from Ryan Bernadoni, 2010 teams that have lost, all of the turnovers, three-point makes, and offensive rebounds by five or more in a game were 15 and 144. Um, Teams that have lost all of turnovers, three-point makes, and offensive rebounds by five or more in a game. Yeah. If oh. there's anybody if there's anybody hiding uh, at the, uh, in the press room today, it's Washburn. Uh, because this is the classic <laughs> – nothing against Gary. We love him. But that's uh, – Gary doesn't it's, hide. It's, it's the okay. classic case of – you see the percentage on here uh, on the stat, but what you don't see is the volume. And and this is what Joe preaches all the time is the volume of threes has to be high. We have to take more. We have to make more. It's not as much about the percentage. Celtics took 31 threes. Joe is going to make them take 75 threes tomorrow to get rid of this one, okay? And, 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 the, and the Grizzlies took 44, 17 out of 44. So, again – even though the Celtics were shooting 40, 41%, whatever it was for a little while, they ended up roughly the same percentage. It's the volume of threes yeah. and that dri- drives Joe crazy. I mean, look at this game you shoot, you know, I mean, but why though? Like why, why did Tatum take one three? I mean, if you look so at it, that's it, what it, I don't it, get. I, yeah. That's that's what I'm getting. Like some, like it just doesn't add up to me. Like if you go to go look at this last games, he, for three pointers alone, a let, we're talking about takes 11, 10, 12, 9, 11, his last five games. And he takes one tonight Were the Grizzlies doing something that successful that he couldn't even take three pointers tonight. It just doesn't make sense to me that that was his output from the three point line. I mean, he only took 13 field goals. So overall, you know, that's a low number. In fact, that's the lowest number of the season attempts wise. He did 14 um, against Philly on November 8th. But seven of thirteen tonight. It's his lowest um, attempts, and only one three pointer. Obviously, also his lowest attempts. So weird, weird Tatum night again. Like I don't know if he was like sluggish looking out there, or I don't know what the reason was. We got to get um, Inspector Bobby 
uh, on the scene. He's got to go. He might have to go door to door to these clubs tomorrow and, and try to get an idea if, if the team was out having a, having a night last night. Because I can't, I can't think of any other reason why this is the performance that we got. I'm not accusing them. I'm just, just want to, you know, do some investigative journalism. Let's keep Bobby there for an extra day. We'll tell Nick to change the flights. Yeah, we need him. Uh, put on the hat, put good. on the bucket hat, go undercover. Memphis yeah, I don't know. Probably I, fun. Who knows what it was? You probably get into trouble there. It was. Score early. This NFL season with FanDuel. You know it's America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Look, if you're not good at math, you, you even you know that's a good deal. I mean, I'm not good at math, and I, I know that's a good deal. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use, so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and kick off your NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, here we go, folks. Now pay attention to this. 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. Hope is here. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. As you know, the NFL is in full swing. Um, didn't have the Pats to bet on. Some crazy some crazy lines this week, though. The, the over-under in the Pittsburgh Browns was like w- one of the lowest in a decade at 34. And obviously they came way under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was oh, because it was like 10 to 10 late in the game. You're you right. couldn't set that one low enough. <laughs> I mean, you it, that could have been 26. It'd be like, take it, hammer it. Um, and so, and then Patriots Giants all of a sudden Pittsburgh got lost that game. That was, that was a tough loss yeah. for them. I'm curious to see no what that is because the Giants, the Giants would hate just... to be a Steelers fan right now. Would hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Almost as bad as being a Pats fan. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check that out. FanDuel.com slash Boston. 150 in bonus bets when you place a winning $5 money line bet. Conditions do apply. The, these are non-refundable bonus bets. Um, so uh, make sure you check it out. Uh, at fanduel.com slash Boston. Uh, back to the game, Jimmy. And again, uh, you seeing any post-game stuff trickle out yet? No, I was just cruising Twitter right now, but um, my feed is not serving me right now. So nothing, nothing for me. Tatum for why he's good in the clutch. There you go. Bobby's got a couple of tweets. What's Bobby saying? <clears throat> Porzingis said Memphis's physicality on switches, quote, into our body, Pushing, not letting us get underneath screens, end quote, bothered the Celtics and played into Boston's low three-point attempt total. So basically their physical got right underneath them. Maybe that was so a Mar- Porzingis just you know Porzingis what? just gave the NBA a, a, a well maybe Marcus report. you know what that could be the Marcus Smart effect. Marcus might say, Hey, you know what? I know that Tatum hates this. Do this. You know what Brown hates? This. Do this. And just coached him up into doing that. That that could definitely be a part of this. Um, 
Something else from Bobby. A couple other factors. Yeah, one of the Bobby one, again, this is semantics, but looking at Bobby, what he said here, Missoula in in reaction to the Tatum, he wanted to try a Celtics lineup without Holiday, Tatum, and Brown in the third to find a new look and some rhythm. That's a nice way of saying, I didn't like the way those guys are playing, so I wanted to try some other people. You know, it wasn't an angry benching, but he was, I think he was all set with those guys right there. Sure. And what better? But he also said he wasn't it. happy about it. He's like, he liked the way they started, but tonight I'm not happy about it. I don't know what that means, but um, he said, can't, can't expect perfection, but the guys in the locker room set a high standard for themselves. So, yeah, you know, that's, that's the, that's the butt coming out of the locker room right now. I didn't think that we deserve to win that game because of a lot of the stuff we did. Joe, look at this, Joe. Tonight's the night Joe became president. Okay, he, I'm happy to I'm happy to see it. You know, because you know you don't want to you don't you don't. It's again, it's the can they play? Are they going to play 82 games perfect? No, they're going to play a few of these duds. Yeah. They're going to. This is the first time they really played down to the level of their competition. They've had games where they just haven't played their best. This is the first time they clearly were like, we got this. Um, and they, you know, they, they effed around and they almost, they almost paid for it, uh, tonight. They did. They did. And, and Joe's saying the right things. You, you have to be critical to an extent of, of a performance like this, but also understand that you did get the win and you did sort of try to figure it out, try to figure it out in the end. And again, the Porzingis block being one, I thought he had a great game. We haven't really talked a whole lot about him yet, but um, you know, bits and pieces that you like. But overall, this is a game that you're yeah. that you're happy that you got the win. But the only reason you're looking at the film is to is to show the guys, yeah, that they were screwing up and when they were screwing. Yeah, I, I, I want to I want to address I want to address this one. I, I I don't get the win is a win crowd. Mm-hmm. Eleven wins into the season. And sometimes losses might be better for you long-term because you you might need to learn a lesson or two. You really think the most important thing for this team is stacking W's early in the year or, or learning how to play right or avoiding games where they regress or old Celtics and stuff showed up. I I think it's completely the opposite here. I think what you're looking for is you're building it's progress. It's playing together, uh, playing the right way, figuring out the right combinations, seeing improvement, I, I don't think it's like, oh, good, we got the win. Everything's okay. Shut up. Like, yeah. I, I don't think that's the way they. I don't think that's the way they view it at all. No. Like, your goal. You don't learn goals, that way. Your goals are to win a title. You're not going to do that through by playing a bunch of shitty games over crap teams and escaping with W's um, at this point in the year. Hundred percent. You you don't win that way by just ignoring the bad things or only focusing on the good things. Oh, well, we won. So who cares uh, what happened and how we got, I, I don't get that. It's not a, who cares? Of course you care. Like you have to care or else you repeat it. Yeah. The good thing is you found a way to win a game in which you, in which you sucked, but like, give me a break. Like we got the W shut up. Let's move on. Like, I, that's not how <laughs> that goes. Like, All right. End the show. They got the yeah. win. Who cares? Whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. When is a win? I don't know. Porzingis. This is once from, again this is a another tweet quote. by Jay King. What do you got? Go ahead. Read it. Oh, read it. 
Yeah, it's from it's from Porzingis. Yeah, Porzingis. I don't think we were taking them lightly. I think we were just um, maybe a little bit of a lack of focus in some situations. They played hard. They played really hard, and they came to win. I think it was just a bit of, and on Amit, unfortunately, did not copy the old tweet, so I don't know what the rest of that is. Thanks a lot, Ami. You left me out to dry. I didn't realize that you only said A little it. bit of that feeling is creeping up, and we have to stay even sharper in those situations in those kind of games so it could be that. Again, they're all saying the same thing in a nicer way. They don't want to say that they came in and mailed it in, but yeah. they're saying that they came in and mailed it in. And there's a bit of decorum here from a guy like Porzingis. Porzingis isn't going to come in and start weeing people, you know, like no. like like they did last year. Well, we got to do this and we got to do that. When he knows full well, he played well. And when he says we, he means they. And so he's not going to do that. So they're, they're softening it. And Joe doesn't call people out in public either. But he's clearly saying he's not happy either. So they weren't happy. They got away with it. Uh, and, and that's, you know, and that's that good. That's you're, so, you steal the, you steal these games are good. Again, when you're looking for those one seeds late in the year, it's much better to have them, um, you know, have the W's, you know, learn the lesson in a win rather than learn the lesson in a loss. Yes. Uh-oh. Yeah. Of course you'll take the win. What? Guys, I'm not going to lie. Everyone want me to talk about this. I didn't even know he had eight turnovers. He didn't have eight turnovers. Did he Tatum or Brown? Oh my God. Tatum had eight turnovers, not Brown. Tatum did. Tatum Tatum was – the reason that Tatum had eight turnovers because four of them were offensive fouls. He had four offensive fouls, and those count as turnovers. Mm -hmm. Still, though, that's the turnover. That's that's reckless, uh, not not knowing your surroundings. So, yeah, yeah, bad Tatum game. Unbelievable. It was a horrible game. Bad, bad, bad Tatum game. game. When it comes to shot selection – Bad Got- Brown game, bad Drew game. It bad. All they were all bad tonight. And you got away with it only because you played the Memphis Grizzlies, who have yeah. nobody. So, in that's in that sense, yeah, you can't say a win is a win. You're glad to walk out of there with a win. You're lucky to walk out of there with a win. But again, this this is not a game that you're like. Missoula made it pretty apparent. Like he's not proud of this one <laughs> he's not he's not hanging this one up on the uh fridge i'm looking up a couple things here what are you looking up just stats just, and stuff yeah just sam I was looking up a little bit of sam hauser yeah they were not T- tatum pleading his case here not real turnovers i swear tatum was checked out <laughs> He was checked out again. Here's a Sam stat I, for you, John. I hate, I hate this Tatum. I, I, I really, you know. Hey, he, he, yeah, he, he was not engaged tonight, and that oh, was your bad Tatum. Sam Hauser, plus seventeen tonight, John. How's that for a stat for you? <laughs> well, let's get into Sammy a little bit. Plus seventeen. Not even nobody was even close to that. Holiday was a minus nine. And Hauser was a plus 17. Yeah. Is that that's it? Well, you said you were looking up something on Sam, and I and I was I like, thought, well, I you, thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna say something else. No, I was just I think we were both maybe looking at something because I didn't realize that you were waiting for me to say something. But no, listen. Plus 17 and 20. Not just tonight, but Bobby said it on the last show. 
and it doesn't sound cool, but I mean, he could, he could average 10 plus points a, a game for you this year. He, what Bobby said was 10, but I think based on the way his season kind of started and, and obviously based on the way his career started to be able to get that out of Sam Hauser is an unbelievable production but coming off the bench. I mean, we're talking about a bench Hauser, that, that Hauser did desperately. Yeah. Did he? I missed that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Go with those fans, man. Hey, get right back to him. Respectfully, of course. He's been awesome. He's been great. Um, the bench is in desperate need of a um, – when I say bench, I mean Horford or whoever the – Horford aside, right? Yeah. They're in need of somebody to sort of lead that, that unit, and Hauser has definitely stepped into that role this season so far. And maybe that's by default, but it's good to get somebody because Pritchard's had a bit of a slow start here. And after those two, it's anybody's guess, really. I mean, let's take your pick if you have to. You might just say, no, thanks. I'm not going to pick anybody. But that's kind of what you're dealing with right now. But Hauser's been been great, and he's hitting those shots that he's in there to hit. And um, good things. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. Thank. Wednesday's show is going to be. Uh, there will I'm be pictu- a pie cam on the show. I'm, I'm picturing Wednesday's show to be a little nutty. To be completely honest, there will be a pie cam. Um, I'm going to be at my uh, parents' house. You're going to be in the in the kitchen. I it's might do the mayhem. show from the kitchen. You should do the show from the kitchen. <laughs> I would do it from. I can't do it from my parents' kitchen. My mom will have a fit if I'm just like in the way of a bunch of stuff. I will set up my phone as the pie cam, as a remote cam in the kitchen. And every once in a while, I'll pop in there and I'll I'll say hi on Pie Cam. Uh, let's bring in Bobby. Let's bring in Bobby. What's there up, Bobby? He is. What's going on? You got me. We oh, got, we got you. you, baby. Um, so, Bo- Bobby, Bobby, where wanna... did they go out last night? Where'd the team go out last night? Where's the not here? Are you sure about that? So, Bobby, you were in the you were in the locker room. It sounds like everybody was trying very nicely to say that they didn't show up. For tonight's game without really saying it, but it was like, well, it's not that we didn't come out and take them seriously. They just played really hard and, you know, played harder than us. But it sounds from everything from Joe, from Porzingis and and also just Joe's actions, which, again, call it what you will, a benching or not sitting, sitting Tatum, Brown and Holiday there in the third quarter from the 710 mark on. And they're just giving them the rest of the quarter off. Uh I think there was clearly some dissatisfaction with how they were playing overall. Yeah. And then Chris Stapps came along and Save more directly right. said they looked down a little bit to the competition here tonight. And yeah. Joe stopped short of it, essentially conceded it by saying they didn't play with discipline and all that different stuff. So they want to go to a different look in that third quarter, find some rhythm. It was just an off balance effort all around. I mean, when do you see Jason not take a three for three quarters? That I think was what the hell as, was that, dude? Yeah, um, I know that Porzingis said it had, tough it was to the explain. Way that Memphis was defending them a little bit. Do you think Marcus Smart uh, had the had the guys knowing how to you know get up and in on these? On, so I just know, asked Santi Aldama what Smart shared with them, and he said Smart talked for ten straight minutes pregame about like Celtics tips and tendencies and stuff. And you did see him throughout the game in the huddles talking to different guys about their positioning. We didn't get to talk to Marcus on this trip, which was uh, kind of stunk <laughs> considering that's what we came out here for. I can't for, believe but, that. I can't um, believe that. 
the the huddles were pretty animated with him in there, him Nick's out on the court. Me. He was even arguing with the refs at different points in this game in his boot out there. So how much do you think he factored into insight. how much you think he factored into, you know, what it takes to throw guys like Tatum and Brown off their game? Definitely. Especially where Aldama was guarding him for a lot of this game. They I think cut off the positioning where he usually comes around screens and pulls up for shots. And there was one late where he cut a shot. I'm sure you probably remember this, John. And he hesitated a little bit, drove, and then threw a pass into a turnover. It was one of the later plays in the game. That's the kind of stuff he was doing throughout this game. And you saw it a little bit up in Toronto, too, him just kind of playing off balance and stuff like that and hesitating and not attacking. He wasn't in attack mode for a lot of this game. There's only one real play I remember where he posted up, uh, spun and you know, scored an easy look off the glass there. So last two games here, you've seen more of a passive Tatum, and he's going to have to shake out of that for this offense to reestablish itself a little bit. They just played off balance tonight, it felt like, all night. They Joe said it himself. They were lucky to win this game. They really were. Colin, I know I know. there's some uh, hey, what's up with that? Co- controversy here. If we've missed it, it's unintentional. Sometimes the chat just flies by, and it's hard to keep up. Because when I toggle off the screen to go to my graphics, I lose the chat for a couple of minutes. So I but apologize. I, I try to keep anything. up with it, though. Jimmy tries to. Yeah, it, it's 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 unintentional. We really do. Um, you know, we really do. Uh, you know, appreciate uh, all of that, and don't want to. You know, it's it's definitely unintentional. Uh, so, Bobby, what you that? that please don't stop giving us super chats. Don't stop giving Jimmy <laughs> money. Yeah, is what <laughs> is what Jimmy wants you to say. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, Bobby, other takeaways for you? I th- I just thought it was a bad night. It was really the first night you could look at and say the effort wasn't there, the connectivity wasn't there defensively. I thought they were just brutal on defense for much of this game. Uh, the turnovers, I think, are starting to rear their head a little bit. Eight for Tatum in this game. It started early too. They they, they were try they were throwing weird careless passes early in the game. It's the type of stuff that you do when you're not taking the opponent seriously. You could get that vibe early in the court. Uh, uh, you know. Early, early, early in the game, they were doing it. Yeah, and even midway. Two bad the passes game. early, Holiday and Tatum early in the yeah. first couple of minutes. Uh, just weird, you know, kind of attempts in the low percentage passes that we're never going to get through. Holiday again made a bad, really bad, lazy entry a couple minutes later. Just, I mean, it, it started in the first quarter. It started early in the first quarter. Yeah, and I think that's a big reason they like taking a lot of threes. Joe also mentioned the careless layup attempts. There was one play late where Porzingis just kind of shot this hook shot, and they were down four at the time. And if the Grizzlies grabbed it and hit a two or a three the other way, and you go down six, seven late, it would have been in rough shape. But Drew grabbed an offensive rebound, yep. kicked it, and then dumped it right off to Brown, and that was the pivotal play, I thought, in the game. And then and then Tatum comes back, hits a three after that, yeah. and kind that of gave him that little three, bit of right? a cushion. That yeah, was it. So. That was right, right after that next possession down. Tatum hits a three. That was tight, and we talked about that. And that's a Joe obsession, right? The don't don't miss him at the rim because, mm-hmm. and we've seen this for years, right? Especially when Tatum would go out of control, falling out of bounds. I mean, how this was a huge thing for us, uh, you know, in the playoffs. Complaining. Where- Jalen was complaining at one point when they gave up a dunk. 
picked up a technical right after. Well, that and then after that, that's the play where Tatum um, got caught watching on a on a on an attempt where Jalen went in went went into the basket, kind of out of control, threw one up there. Brown hits the ground. Tatum doesn't get back. His guy busts it back. Layup. That's the timeout. That's when Joe yanked them all. It was right in that sequence. So right before that, Brown had gotten the timeout. So yeah, they got into this again. And I got to tell you, I know people are like, oh, the refs, the refs, the refs. They, they showed a bunch of those replays. One time Scal was trying really hard. <laughs> a lot of them were not fouls. Like, And a lot of the fou- offensive fouls were either offensive fouls or you could probably not have called anything there. You know what I mean? Like there was a few they of those. They called a ton like, of fouls in this. There, yeah. there was a lot of let them play fouls. You know, you could have let them play on a bunch of them. So I thought there was some ticky-tack stuff for sure. This game was but somehow they, they weren't, two They hours. weren't getting hammered and it wasn't getting called. <laughs> This game was somehow two hours, eight minutes with. It's 19 plus 21. Give me a little math there. You got to be kidding 40. me. That one's, a, that one's a layup. 40. I'm not, Jimmy I'm not a math guy, but 40. Speaking of hook shot, we could do another. We could do 30 straight minutes on, on Kata's hook shot. Holy crap. Oh. So what did you think of that? The de facto benching slash let's try out these new guys. The Stevens one was especially weird. Just two minutes at the beginning of the fourth for no real reason didn't do much anything and then was just out of there what's what's the point <laughs> say that one more time bobby i mean throwing kate in there for five minutes stevens especially for two minutes so here's the thing the is point. you you saw it again against memphis this is the type of game where you think you can take care of business a little early and start to get into your bench a little bit but they were playing so poorly he still only went eight deep up until, up until Kada, there you go. Up until Porzingis <laughs> gets the fourth foul and he forces Kada into the game ahead of ahead of uh, Luke. I got it. So that was like a Kada cornet thing. But he forces Kada into the game when Porzingis got a fourth foul. Then he then he tries some Lamar minutes out of nowhere. Let's see what happens here. And again, I mean, that guy hasn't played in, in in six months. So like, what are you expecting out of that? Like, Joe clearly has lost faith in, and I'm not saying they have any reason to have faith in them. But you do have a bench problem in the sense that you have too many guys who aren't great at anything, and. Um, I don't know what he's going to do there. You know, like I, I think he's, you know, it's eight and that's it. But you really got to minutes. You really got to pick one or two guys who you think are your guys and just get them in there and let them learn to play with the other people. You can't stick Kada or Stevens in there for two minutes <laughs> and expect anything out of them. The Stevens but, right? thing was a waste of time. Total waste. When do yeah. you do it? Just in blowouts? And how do you really yeah. know? No, you gotta you gotta find those pockets, especially fourth quarters there, Jimmy. And you know, everyone's kind of complained about Stevens not being the mix. I mean, someone has to be the fourteenth. We've all said who really isn't gonna play as much, and it happens to be him right now. But we, if you are just, gonna we, try to integrate him, can't be like this. It's the whole rotation of you know, Brissett got first crack. You saw a little bit of Banton. That's you, that's the thing, right, John? You saw a little bit of Banton and Mahaluk, and it seemed like they were investing in those guys for a little bit for a couple games there, and then they're gone. 
No, no part tonight at all. Stevens is just in there for two minutes. So, so you almost have you you have you have, what what's the opposite of an embarrassment of riches? You know, like it, you know, it, it's like you have too much of nothing, and you can't decide which of it is. It'd be better if there was a clearer hierarchy among the bench players. Yeah, but there isn't. You're really from nine through fifteen. It's a it's a it's a flip a coin. You know what I mean? There's no fifteenth guy. The ninth guy and the fifteenth guy are the same on this team. And that's, that's the problem there is they don't know which one to do. They might all be 14 and 15 guys. That's the problem. The drop might be right. that significant where you, you really don't feel good about any of them. It'd be better, I think, to just commit and try to develop one or two and get them to kind of work with the rest of the guys. So you could break glass in case of emergency. Um, but right now they're, they're afraid of all of them. Yeah. You end up pretty decent off the bench though. Plus minus wise with houses. Great night. How Horford ends a plus Pritchard held the line. So if we're taking the bench at its whole, and I know we can nitpick things left and right and how many guys they have here and what kind of contributions you're getting there. I think if we're weighing out the benches overall play so far this year, especially with this recent surge, I think, I think you feel okay about it so far. Not great, yeah. but houses emergence, Al getting comfortable Peyton not scoring and involved offensively, but grabbing every offensive rebound and being playable defensively. I, I think that's enough. And Cornette's had some solid minutes too recently. So yep. your bench hasn't been a disaster, which is good considering the questions you had about coming in. I mean, this Hauser thing just, it's out of control. I mean, he is just out of this world right now shooting the ball. I mean, he took like a three-fourth quarter court shot tonight at the end of one of the periods and it looked online it was a little short but it was very accurate yeah. i mean he is just lethal out there right now yeah um we were talking earlier kind of like the whole you know the the discussion in the chat you know whoa thanks Thank you, sal sal. sal throw in a comment yeah toss something uh, up and, something and about something bobby up and we'll talk about it <laughs> no, i'm just kidding <laughs> but um, we were talking about like whether or not it's important necessarily to stack up W's at this point in the year. And I know there's a lot of people that say that all the time, like whatever they won uh, or, um, you know, sometimes do you need to kind of, you know, suffer a, a bad loss in order to, you know, take one step back to take two steps forward. Uh, here's Joe kind of talking about that um, here after the game. I mean, listen, like uh, we got lucky to, to win that game. And, you know, we talk about it a lot on both. Like, you can win from you can uh, win from losses. You can learn from losses. You can learn from wins. And, like, sometimes you're okay with a loss because you did some right things, and sometimes you're pissed because you didn't deserve to win. And I didn't think we deserved to win the game because of a lot of the stuff that we did. And so uh, at the end of the game there, you either have to make the layup or you have to get fouled. There's no, like, um, that's just how it is. So you either got to make it or you dribble the clock out and you get fouled and you make your free throws and the game's over. So, um you know, credit to the Grizzlies for the way they played. I thought they just, you know, outplayed us at times. Uh, rightfully calling out the late game execution. <laughs> that was really something. Just really stupid for one for Tatum to fight to 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 give it to Holiday cutting, for Holiday to even cut, uh, and then for Holiday to go up for a lefty slam with with you know in uh, <laughs> a little bit of traffic. Yeah, that's so Holiday too. Remember the Giannis alley-oop in the finals, similar situation. Yeah. Good memory. It reminded me of that so much. Yeah. It was it was crazy. I mean the shot clock was off, right? 
And then Aldama, the other way, shoots a wide open practice three for the win. I mean, man, we would have went 30 minutes on that if if they hit it. Totally. Hold on. We got to give Colin his due here because we've ignored him unnecessarily. What would I take to bring in Caruso? Everything. I would, I would, I would a lot. <laughs> I, think, I, I think he'd be great. The defense. Done. Uh, Done. I, oh, Bobby. I mean, I would do a pick. I don't know exactly what. Uh, Bobby is. Uh, He's saying hi to somebody. That's okay. Caruso. Or being told, oh, he, man. Has, or being told he has he has to leave. Oh. He, he might have to vacate that spot. Well, anyways, Caruso would be perfect for this bench. Scrappy guy. Plays hard on both ends. He'd be phenomenal. He'd be so, he'd be so good. He'd He's such awesome. a good defender. But I don't know what they have. It, what do they have to offer? You said just it's pick. draft picks. It's always draft picks. And so then, when you, you say know, can you get so the wait, salary you're, there, you're giving up a first for Caruso. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. And like you gotta you gotta match the money, but that's the thing. Like you can't just match the money like that. It's easy. ten million. They have six guys that they can't get that they can't touch. People don't want to get rid of Hauser anymore. It's ten million. I don't think you can trade Pritchard, um, so it's a tough one. Yeah, um, Bobby might come back. Bobby will know exactly what they can do. Yeah, Bobby I'm back. Did you get yelled at? What would it take to get Caruso? You have to match the salary very closely, obviously, right? But you can't. <sighs> Now's the time to do it, right? He signed two years. You have a little bit of leeway with the salary now. I think it's a hundred ten percent. Uh, yep. So within a million or two, probably money wise. Yep. So, like, you know, Pritchard, Hauser, and Cornette would work, maybe or something like that. That must hurt. You do have to, you to, do have to stack a couple salaries to you do make it work. So, you, yep. if you're doing a move like that, you're consolidating your three, give or take bench guys you have right now. Oh no, Pritchard's still on the smaller deal. You're consolidating your three bench guys that you have right now who are yeah or or Horford and that's one. not gonna happen yeah right no nah, you can't trade Horford yeah it's I don't know. tough I it's I would likely. love to have him I'd love to have it's gonna lot. be do you I see wish Mark the Stein? NBA didn't make it so damn hard no, to have what fun did Mark, say? Mark Stein said there's double digit teams lined up for Caruso so yeah. do they get oh. two first I don't know that's there's gonna be big two competition first. for a guy like that I mean that the the salary and the and the and and you know no you can't you can't you can't use a TPE TPE has to fill the TPE has to fill the whole salary yeah all right you can't use the TPE and another salary yeah I mean you could do like like a if the Bulls are really gonna tank here could you could you do like a Banton Stevens Brissett Mihailuk Walsh thing like five guys I don't know. Thanks, Sal. What a guy. Guys, guys you can't use it. You can't use a TPE. You can't use a TPE and another salary. The TPE has to be the whole salary. Yeah, it's got to be equal under. Yeah. So. Damn, so many rules. Again, we we can't do it, guys. Sorry. Is Larry Kuhn still? Uh, is is he still the guy? Yeah. He was the guy. The he was night. the guy when nobody else cared about it. Remember him, John? Larry Coon. He's the original. You go to his website and he'd have all the things broken. That's down. still the website. FAQ. Yeah. But he must be, man, he's working overtime for these. This is just so much more complicated now. Yeah, and it's still rolling out. It's tough to keep track of lots of hard caps now. Somebody said me and you, Bobby, would two first, but that wouldn't work either. No. We don't make enough. <laughs> unfortunately. Maybe John and Nick. Yeah, that's true. John, John, that's a good one. That's really good. Wait, what are we doing? 
trying they said make, send me and Jimmy. Trying to make the salaries match. Chicago. <laughs> I get paid in pies. <laughs> It'd be nice if the um, CLNS crew could get a Xanis, uh homemade Xanis. Uh, what's your what's your specialty? What's your favorite pie? Uh, we're not going to get into pies. This That's true. Yeah, we can't. Uh, that's a Wednesday question. That's a Wednesday question. You want that it, answer? It, you got to tune in Wednesday night. Wednesday. I will say this: crazy pies have to go into different categories. True. Um, because you can't just say pie. Because I know, like, I know. I meant fruit. key lamb pie. Yeah. If it's just a fruit pie, um, I'll, I'll give you a sneak. Don't um, don't don't give away all your secrets. Right? Save it. All right, I won't save do it. Yet. But you can't like put like a coconut cream pie next to an apple pie and call them both pie and then rank them. They're totally different. Right, and then you have the whole. Yeah, I I don't want to get into it right now. Like I said, there will be a pie cam on Wednesday, and we'll get into it there. Um, is it pie? Is it crisp? Bobby. What's the difference? As, as good an opportunity as ever to start your uh, holiday to the bench uh, uh, rhetoric. This was this was legitimately, uh, and I'm and I'm kidding. Of course you're not. It's the best. It, as good as that starting lineup was from you know two years ago, this current one is actually better, uh, which is insane to think that it is. But this was Holiday's first legit bad game. Yeah, he'll have them. You know. A bad, bad game. It was really bad. Yeah. He could have had like 12 more turnovers too. It ends in that layup attempt, dunk attempt. Bad decision-making all game long. Really bad. Started with one of those. You know, you love and hate the post-ups with him because they can be some nice pacing baskets to break up a low uh, against a smaller guy. And sometimes they're just erratic, throw it and miss the rim entirely. And that was that first one. Um, couldn't really find his footing or positioning offensively most of this game. I mean, the Grizzlies switching really did bother them in a bunch of different ways. I thought White uh, wasn't great tonight for a lot of this one. And Happy birthday. Everybody, I feel like, suffered against the switching tonight, except Hauser, who was obviously on the weak side quite a bit for these kickouts off offensive rebounds and things of the like. So he struggled with what pretty much everybody else on the Celtics struggled in this one. He couldn't come out of screens against mismatches and make stuff happen the passing i thought was decent he did have a few driving kicks for good looks in this one there were a few sequences in this game where i thought they got downhill kicked and made two passes for an open shooter uh, so i'll give him that but yeah not a ton of scoring in this one from him um defensively didn't see a ton from him either at least just you know remembering off the top it didn't jump off the page as a disastrous game from him or anything though it just you know wasn't what we've seen no it was his first it was his first bad one uh bobby french toast what do you think yes french toast top of the list but i'm interested to see their waffles the waffles look good can i say something i'm interested in their waffles yes it's french toast i made a i i I made a french toast today and i wanted to just show a picture of it this is what i was talking about on the show couple of shows ago right fancy ones right did you put like caramel and waffles on it or something are you gonna stick your phone up it's just let me get it let me just get through no other way to do it a couple shows ago we talked about french toast waffles pancakes ordered them french toast one in a landslide as it should and i said what you got to do is you got to put french toast peanut butter bananas and then some maple syrup on it people in the chat obviously were trashing me trashing me but this is what it looked like when i did it 
Okay, so these are these are and by the way, today's French toast was pumpkin. It was pumpkin brioche. So it was a pumpkin French toast. You can see that right there with bananas, peanut butter, and then some bourbon barrel maple syrup. This maple syrup just sat in a bourbon barrel for like, I don't know, years probably. And uh, it was pretty good. John, thoughts? I it's, I it's, can't make I, I can't make any sense of that. What do you, what can't you make? It, so it's in a it's there's in a, so it's much going on there. Yeah. So there's one two there's six different slices. So you would take a a slice would be, you know, you'd take a slice with the banana on it, but the the peanut butter is keeping the banana sort of attached to it. Then you drizzle the maple syrup over it, and then I actually did a pinch of. I think sugar. that's just a, a, a platter of diabetes right there, Jimmy. I'm like, hey, I, I, that's hey, just... hey listen, it's, it's, this is why it's once in a blue moon. It's the holiday season. You're allowed to have a cheat day or a cheat, you know, meal here and there. That's what that is. No, I also, no, 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 no. It's, I also it's, made, it's, uh, yeah. made my specialty because this was like a Friendsgiving thing. And I made my specialty, which is another sugary type um, food. This was, let's see if I can get this here. This is a butternut squash ravioli with a brown brown butter sauce and crushed pecans or pecans, however you want to say it, on top. And that was unreal. That was unreal. <laughs> it's not messed up. It's actually really good. You have to try it. It seems like a little much. It's the what I'm trying What's to funny? make is if I had HelloFresh, is... I would have made it, it – I was late for this thing. It took me way longer than I thought I it was. I like the fruit. Play. Hello, fresh. Fruit. What's funny is I like all of the ingredients in that French toast individually, but putting them all together in that thing is I don't unbelievable. Know, you got to do it. To, you got to understand it, though. I'm going to I'm going to make it for the cruesome. If we ever do our cooking show, I'll do that. I'll do that. John, we're bummed. We didn't get the invite this year. I didn't. It's not. It's not like you didn't get You're invited to a over party. I'm we didn't get invited straight up, Bobby. <laughs> it's not like you didn't get invited to a party. I, I'm having I, I it just. We he got doesn't like, know what to say, Jimmy. We got three guard reports between now and Thanksgiving. When were we going to do this? God, we're tonight, sad. Monday, and Wednesday. <laughs> and then I teach on Tuesday. There was no oh, – I couldn't do comes, it this year. Here comes the swamp. Well, Friday. Where's the violin, yeah. Bobby? Well, you guys are the ones complaining. I don't, I don't care if you teach on Tuesday. I'm not getting. I'm not going to a Tuesday. We're, we're, we want prime time slot here. We don't want a Tuesday night. <laughs> you want a good – slot of your of your jimmy week we want to jimmy uh, i will say this meal show jimmy yes. i will say this it, you i i would say you're probably you maybe sharad the most consistently popular guys on the garden report right usually people have bad things to say about me and bobby and our <laughs> dude I just, are you kidding you're me talking about I, rating? I just yeah, read our it. approval ratings your approval ratings higher than ours okay definitely and your Mine approval rating higher. just I'm took up your approval rating just took a massive hit with that French toast, like a massive hit. Well, because people don't know. The thing is, John, people don't know what they like and what they don't like. We have to tell them. And so I'm telling you people that you like this French toast. You just haven't tried it yet. Get creative. This was a, you know, this was like a friend's giving, but it was a creative thing. We weren't doing Thanksgiving food. So nobody complained about it who had it. The squash it. and the French toast looked the same. So they were no, both squash, they're both man. sweet. They're both on the sweet side, right? Wait, so was some squash people, on there? The ravioli was a butternut squash ravioli. Sorry, El Rose. We're so not talking good. about the game because it's an hour in and sometimes we get off track it, a little it, bit. It was really uh, good. Yeah, sometimes we get off track from this one. I mean Jalen well, wasn't great. 
No, he wasn't, but I'm not allowed to say that, so I'll wait for you to say it. Um, in the meantime, we're going to talk a little bit about our guy, um, you know Chris Stapps. The pictures uh, just who, don't do it justice, but go on. Chris Stapps, as you said, um, do we have it, Amit? Yeah. Chris Stapps uh, at the podium here, he was talking about, again, playing down to the competition, which is something the Celtics definitely did tonight. Uh, I don't think we were taking them lightly. I think maybe just... Um, Maybe a little bit of lack of focus, some situations. Uh, they did. They they played hard. They played really hard, and they came to win. Um, I think yeah, just a bit of discipline, a little bit. Um, you know, maybe we have that feeling that we're going to win anyway. You know, a little bit of that feeling is creeping up, and we have to stay even. You know, even more sharp, sharper in those situations, in those kind of games. So. Could be that. Uh, he also sorry. apologized to who who took that last shot that he pulverized. Oh, when he like laughed at him after yeah. in front of him. Yeah, he apologized. He said he got too excited. He's lucky he didn't get teed up for that one too. <laughs> I loved it though. He, he, he That's what he said. I asked him in Philly. He had seven technicals. What's going on? He had six at that point. He picked up the seventh that night, but he was like, yeah, I'm just, you know, too excited playing with a lot of passion right now. Which is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. He's been great. I thought he was good again tonight. Early on, he was dominating. They kind of got away from him in the post. Yeah. It's um, like they got bored. Right. He's missed uh, He's missed six straight threes now last two games, so that's something to watch. Um, rebounding. Style. He's got to be better on the board sometimes. He really does. And... Uh, you know, it wasn't a terrible performance from him. He's starting to give you a little bit more in the past. It wasn't game terrible. Lately. He was, he was, he was, I mean, he's the MVP tonight without yeah. question. Six yeah. blocks. That's big, big, big performance inside around the rim. That drops really suiting him well inside. Following a lot, you know, four more tonight, but I think you get more good than bad in there right now. Although there was one play where he really didn't get out. I think, I don't think it was his screw up, but he ran out in transition. Uh, fired up a three. He missed the rebound. Adama got it back, and they threw it to Bain for a baseline two. And Joe came storming on the court, furious with a timeout. Um, <laughs> I asked him about that too, and he was like, "Yeah, Joe's pretty intense." What um, was that? In, in which which instance? Uh, transition play. I think Aldama threw up a three and missed it. Grabbed his own rebound and gave it a. It was the behind the back pass to Bain where he hit that yep. two. It was the behind the back to Bain, and it was a it was a second. I I I I starred this one. Yeah. It was uh it was uh they were just standing around. They got an offensive rebound, then it off of one three, and then it goes in the corner, and then the behind the back pass, and Bain hits it, and Joe was halfway out on the court. He he was furious with that one too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe was not. He coached a post game big time, but Joe he, was not happy about tonight. And he did say really? that too. He said, "I'm not happy about this one, but you're not going to be perfect." That was how he put it throughout the course of the year. So we'll see how they respond. It was funny. Chris Stapps, too, was like, yeah, we'll bounce back from this one. And he was like, well, not bounce back. We won. <laughs> so it is kind of funny. These last two games where they didn't play well at all, they still win by a possession late with some good late-game execution in Toronto. I would not qualify tonight as <laughs> good late-game execution, but it's still going to go down as a win in crunch time for them. So 
I mean, Memphis stunk down the stretch. What the hell were they doing? That Bane three, like with two guys in his face. Aldama tried to well, go. Well, also he had again. Porzingis on the perimeter and he was, you know, on him on a switch. And I just don't think he was going to get enough separation to get that three he, off. He, he should have probably. He kind of lost his dribble too a little bit. He should have recognized that he was trying to set him up for it, but Porzingis was only playing the pull-up. He was going to let him get back and let the help, let him get behind him and either catch up with his length or let the help come over. But he was defending, clearly defending the three. And and Bain, I think, realized it too late. And he's like, oh, crap. You know, Aldama went behind his back again and turned it over, which was really where they lost the game. Um, I don't know what the hell he was doing there. So you got bailed out. I mean, Joe put it perfectly. They didn't deserve to win this game, and they did. And that's sometimes how it goes for a team like this. I mean, it's 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 more about Memphis just not having enough talent right now. It's unbelievable yeah. where they're at right now, roster wise. Addressing the kajillion dollar question that's can't on the screen right now, this. and acknowledging this super chat, we can't answer it. Though many of us already have an opinion, um, but we're not going to say anything right now. But this is going to be <laughs> this is the zillion dollar question when the uh, when the when the season when the season winds down. Yeah, we'll do a whole episode on this question. Yeah, you kind of got to wait and see, right? Um, but Porzingis has made a strong, strong case to be a reliable part of this dynamic going into the future, especially on an affordable contract at 30-ish million a year. So he's staking his claim early. We'll see how healthy he stays throughout the flow of the year and yeah. consistent and within the flow of the team's offense here. And it's been a challenge for Jalen. We've talked about it. But just like with the bench, where we had this big, big concern coming into the year, I feel like Jalen has held the line and played good enough, and his overall contributions have been above what you've expected given the challenges he he faced coming into this year, I'd say. Uh, I got to look at the numbers and all that, but shooting well from three, playing within the flow of the offense, turning it over a little too much. I mean, that just feels like a given with him at this point, but – I think overall his contributions have been a net positive. I mean, two steals, two blocks tonight, too. That nice chase down. Even on a night where he's not great, uh, he found a way to impact this one. And, uh, you know, only scored 12 points. But he got out of here with a win. That's all you can really say about this one. It stunk to watch. It was brutal execution-wise. They're probably going to hammer this team, you know, tomorrow morning, whenever they meet for the game in Charlotte you know, tomorrow and they're not going to have Horford tomorrow, which is going to be a challenge, but, uh, this stunk, you just kind of throw this game in the trash, I think, and just say, man, we screwed up this one. At least we won. Yep. Uh, uh you guys talk smart at all? No, really. well, we talked a little bit with you about how, um, he was giving them pointers. Yeah. Uh, some interesting stuff from Jalen this morning. So, We've heard Jalen and him kind of have their... about that. I hated, I hated him. So that beginning. was what? really the most forceful and honest. I really didn't Jaylen like him when I first met him for a for a multitude of reasons. Didn't like his vibe. That you was name what it, Smart he said. said. He yeah, talked all about of it. Like a I didn't like him at all. Between them, and you know, I even talked to someone tonight who was like, "Yeah, you know," kind of goes back to that comment he made about Jalen and Jason to begin that year with Ime. Um, Cause I was blown away by how forceful and honest Brown was with that comment. Again, to quote exactly that I don't have in front of me, but what do you say exactly? John? <laughs> oh, I can pull it up. I can yeah, pull, pull it up. It up Sorry, I, I don't know it exactly. Either. I actually have the cut here. Want me to play it? Yeah. Really? 
Yeah, I have it cut up here. Let me just uh, oh, what a guy. call it up. This was okay. Jalen this morning at shoot around. You're not going to play it on your phone and show it to me like French no, toast. No, no, no. Okay. I got the real deal right here. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. French toast was the real deal, first of all. Here we go. Jalen this morning talking Marcus Smart. Sure. I couldn't stand Marcus at first. <laughs> and, and that just goes to show, and I love him now. So it just, it'd be like that sometimes, you know. Uh, like as you just grow and mature as as young men, like you learn things about people. You learn why people the way, the stuff that goes on behind closed doors. And like overall, if you just get to learn people a lot more in this world, you can kind of understand the perspective that somebody might be speaking from. and. Maybe you could relate to a lot of the issues, and and then the healing processes can start. And I feel like uh, that's a thing in our world that nobody gets to know anybody, and, and it's kind of why people are at ends with each other. But no, me and Marcus, you know, we didn't start off great. <laughs> I wasn't the biggest fan of Marcus when I first got to Boston, but plethora of reasons, you name it. But uh, over time. Um, I, I realized that me and Marcus have similar spirits, and and then like if I was going to war with anybody, Marcus would be one of my fo- my first phone calls. Hmm. Interesting. So pretty. Now, candid. now do Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got I, I, I got something on that, in a, but I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna hold it. Okay. I, 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 I got I got something. I'm Will we hear him say that one day? I, I, I just I got a I got a few things, yeah. but hold anyway. on to that. Hold on to that, Jim. <laughs> just give me a minute. You go ahead, Bobby. You were there. Jalen said, "I love him now." No, I mean we've heard Jalen say they had their ups and downs. You know, the rumor was always that they were the ones on either side of that bubble locker room battle. That you know, I hope we hear more in depth about one day. But uh, you remember, and I'm glad you know someone brought up that comment smart made about brown and tatum's passing you guys remember that one right it was like the second game of the year against uh the raptors in that email season where smart was like you know everyone's knows what we're gonna do you know the ball is gonna be in those guys hands they gotta pass it blah blah blah, blah. if you remember after that i think jalen got asked about it and he was like yeah you know we probably didn't uh didn't need that comment from him something to that effect so you've had little things between those two over the years there. And I was just very surprised to hear him talk about it so candidly there. And, uh, you know, he's usually couching things. He's usually tight to the vest. And I actually did appreciate him, you know, opening up about how he felt about Marcus. And uh, Jason went on to say that, you know, you got to learn to love Marcus. So kind of a... (laughs) Agreement there with with Jalen's right. assessment of, of so him. I I want to get yeah, I, I have Colin. I have something to say but uh, first off we want to say thank you Colin thank and you, Colin. we wish you wonderful holidays Thanks, Colin. we really do appreciate it thank you to all um, our day winners. Every day one. What do you think? Everyone who's jumped on the bandwagon since, uh, not a bandwagon, but everyone who's joined us along <laughs> the way uh, since, and the people who are here every single night, we really do appreciate you more than you could possibly know. Um, it makes it fun. I know you guys enjoy chatting with one another. It's, you know, a, a fun community. And I know you guys obviously, you know, have your kind of routines and your rhythms with each other. 
uh, in the chat here and uh, enjoy coming in here and talking uh, basketball with us for an hour plus after each game. So we really yeah. do appreciate that. And we are thankful and we do wish you all happy holidays as well. Uh, thanks, so Colin. thank you, Colin. Almost, and thanks to all, thanks to all of you guys. Post, we almost didn't post this super chat just to mess with them. But. No, Jimmy suggested we don't post a super <laughs> no, chat. No one, else, <laughs> no one else, no one else, no one else considered it. No, I, 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 I let you know that we had one. And then I said, fuzzy, yes. fuzzy, you're important. <laughs> yes. Everybody's important. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, Even the, haters. The, show the, ha the haters Judah, are the most important, too. They Judah wants to know when it started. We started Bubble. when uh, as soon as the uh, as soon as they came back to play um, during the pandemic in the bubble. Because everybody was back when the Celtics traded Desmond Bain. Everybody was home. Bubble. We had no one had any access to any sports. Um, we couldn't go to Disney and cover the team. You know, our reporters like Bobby or Joe Sway, um, you know, couldn't couldn't go down there. So we were just like, well, we're stuck at home. I was even going so, back then. Yeah, and Jimmy was going to games. So we just said, let's just start doing this, okay? Um, and uh, and we did, and it caught on quick because I think people were just dying for something because we were all sad and alone and scared, and you know, sports. <laughs> well, we still sports are, started. But that's, we still are. <laughs> Sports started again, and we had like a chance. Everybody was like, "This is cool," and actually, it was just fun for people to like hang yeah. out with other humans. I think it was a good connection that people made early on, and they were like, "All right, let's do this." And uh, the Celtics had a good run through the playoffs that time, so it was a lot of fun. So it started there, and we just kind of continued it from 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 that point on. And what one time, Sherrod Blakely, a guy named Sherrod Blakely, was in our chat, yeah. and he was commenting, and I was like, "Is this?" Sherrod Sherrod or a fake Sherrod and he was like no it's me and I said get on the show and I sent him a link and he jumped on the show and he's been oh, on no. ever since which was great I'm not kidding <laughs> yeah Sherrod's been a great addition yeah. for sure oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's the yeah. man but when we started the show the goal was we wanted it to be what it was like for a group of friends to just talk about the game because we couldn't really do that during COVID as, as much you know like you know obviously That's what it was. You, weren't, you weren't at work at the water cooler talking about the game or you weren't wherever, you know? So we were just like, let's just go on and hit, hit record and just talk about the game for a bit. That's yeah. That's kind of how it started. Yeah. So thank you guys again. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for the, uh, love this. Finally, some love for Drew. He's been getting a lot of crap. Uh, well, I'm not going to say anything bad about Drew. I think it just takes, that, um, by the way, it takes, it takes learning. Like it takes, uh, you got to get used to it a little bit. I think he kind of brings some of that like national uh, ESPN sort of style to the broadcast and people just aren't used to it yet. Um, but I think once he gets his, he's a, he's a pro and he calls a good game. That's so we said we had him, we had him on the garden report before the season. And one thing he said that I think, you know, people got to take into account here is he's not trying to be Gorman. He's, he's, he's got his style. Himself. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually, I like I it. I like him. I think it works well with Scal. I was just going to say that. I think he look. I think him and Scal have a good thing. I, John, I think you joked it like Scal loves him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I think so I, the one thing I will say, he did not get a happy Gilmore reference uh, last show, which to me, sorry, a Billy Madison reference. So different, different, Adam Stanley movie from the, from the 90s, but <laughs> he should get a Billy Madison reference. You would think that he yeah. would get a Billy Madison reference. It's it's not like a movie from the 60s. Billy Madison was an unbelievable yeah. movie. I, still let, me, let me give let me give my Marcus take, and then I got a special announcement for everybody. So don't go anywhere yet. It's actually a pretty interesting special announcement, and I'll tell you guys about it. And I'm not just saying it to keep you until the end. But here's my thing with the Marcus. And the, no, here's the Marcus thing. We have um 
we talked about this and everyone said, just no, just shut up. And like every time people talked about strife or chemistry or this or that, oftentimes it was based on what what two things based on i think it's marcus and why where why isn't marcus grabbing these guys and telling them to get get it together i don't think those guys really always wanted to hear it from marcus i think marcus had to lead in his own way and that was just through his own actions but i don't think he was a you know a william wallace follow me to freedom everybody charge into battle behind him sort of guy because i don't think those guys really wanted to hear it from him i don't think they liked getting crap from him i i think they thought they were their own guys there was that was always there they respected each other because they knew he was going to battle every night but there was friction and you know brown kind of confirms it there that they would clash a little bit and they'd always use the they'd always say oh it's like brothers brothers fight and i don't think that's wrong but sometimes you also want to freaking kill your brother you know so like there was that was part of it and i think it was there the whole time but now what do you see we're 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 a few games into this year and what's the what's the behind the scenes storyline that everybody seems to love right now Jalen and who Porzingis Jalen and Porzingis they love each other right they're so friendly listen to all the nice yeah. things Jalen says about him and everybody celebrates those they things they do the podium together we're literally begging for that kind of thing with him and Tatum but people are saying it doesn't matter if they're friends well are we seeing Porzingis and Brown go back door and work with one another nonstop. Now that they're buddies, they've developed a connection off the court and it translates to on the court. And that's all. And Drew got asked that. And that's all we've been asking for from Tatum and Brown for years. And everyone's like, it doesn't matter as long as they respect each other. It does matter. The more you like each other, the better it is. It doesn't mean you have to be best friends to win, but those connections are important. I'm glad Brown has it with Porzingis, you know, and 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 honestly, if Smart wasn't that guy for them or it was a hot and cold sort of relationship, I'm glad he's not here to kind of, you know, because like sometimes in those situations when things are going well you can bond together, but when they're not going great is where that kind of friction kind of pops up again. So if Marcus was a source of it, I I, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. He's necessarily gone. That stuff matters. But anyway, that's my kind of take is it, it matters when you want it to, or when you, it doesn't matter when you don't want it to, but I think it always matters. Having them like each other more and being more connected off the court helps them on the court. Drew said in training camp, he got asked, it does matter. I don't know how you can do it without that. Yes. The relationship. So I, I love that because I felt that that it. was almost like a subtweet of like kind of the, the, the pre-existing culture here, which is like, yeah, it's got to carry like you got to love each other, you know? Yeah. I also think it was more him not understanding that undertone. And I don't think he got it, but it was interesting that he yeah. said it because it, it was just his perspective on it in general. You know, there he it had is. Those this is what I get every time. Thoughts. They weren't friends. We said this, Judah. It doesn't always matter. You can win not loving each other, but it's better. If, it's right. just it's better. If you're the when greatest you shooting do. guard and think greatest about, center. Think ever. about yeah. this. Think about this. It's, it's better when you do. Yeah. Think that's about all. this. That that dynasty ended earlier than it needed to be. They wanted to go off. Shaq wanted to Good go point. off on his own and do his own thing. Ask Shaq how he feels about how. Ask Shaq today how he feels about his relationship with Kobe and what he regrets about a, a lot of that stuff. So it does matter to an extent. Um, and yeah, listen, you know when it really matters when things start to go south, when things aren't going well, yeah. that's when it matters. If you like, 
your teammates or your coworkers or whoever, right? That when you're when you're boys, when you're friends, that's when you guys really learn what you're made of. And and so it absolutely does matter. Now, the first year or two or whatever when when Jalen joined the team, that, that those were that was the Kyrie era too. So there was probably a lot going on that we don't know about that that made it a I'm not going to say toxic that word gets thrown out there a lot but it made it probably not the best uh situation but um it I absolutely does matter too. everybody everybody who leaves the team stinks grant stinks smart stinks but these same fans defended these guys to the totally. end when when they were here I can't stand that I was going back and forth with some people about grant last night too um Smart didn't stink. He had some frustrating tendencies. We're not saying they have a bad relationship. They've openly admitted again. They've openly admitted that they're not. They don't. They're not boys. They don't hang. It's based on respect. All we're saying is, the closer you are with one another, I do think that that translates on the court. It doesn't mean you can't win without it. We're not. They. They're mutually exclude. Like you can win absolutely but it's always better if you love the guys you love coming to work when things are bad you're all in it together you've got each other's backs or you're on the same page Yeah, you're on the same page a lot of times when things go bad people just kind of go off into their own corners you know so it's much better when you're really connected uh, with your teammates and that happened in the east finals didn't it when they went down i feel like it happened a lot when they would suffer everyone would be looking around and be like so no one's gonna do anything huh and then it would just kind of i wouldn't say resentment but you could see it you know like they weren't mentioned that. Yeah. 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 yeah you got to stay together and then a decent job in some high leverage situations earlier this year. Again, you're not going to know with this team until they get to the playoffs and face those kind of challenges and moments here. And again, I mean, smart had his frustrating tendencies, right? And there might've been some, I think there evidently was some things about his style and game here. And even just the, interactions with the other stars on the team that made them say, all right, this is the guy we're looking to here to make this shake up. We're going to pull him out. And he even said that, you know, he, he said when Joe Sway and I caught up over the summer that I knew I was going to get traded eventually. They weren't going to trade one of the Jays. I didn't think it'd be now, but I knew it was going to happen. So that was how they chose to shake up this team. But when you look at his time here, I mean, they went to the East finals with him being, you know, one of the top three, four players on that team in 2017 before Jalen got going, before Jason even arrived. A big impact on the 2018 team that went deep without Kyrie. Um, 2020, thought he was great as a starter in the bubble. And he, he, there's a reason they made the playoffs every year with this guy. So I don't want to hear about how he stinks now or how, you know, he was he was never that good. He was a critical component to this team. And this team started to evolve to a point where Brown and Tatum were the most important components. And that made you say, all right, maybe this guy who has the standing here is the leader on this team, you know, probably has to go here to allow these guys to be the four most options. And I did right after last game, John, there was a 12 game sample. I don't have the bigger number, but there was a 12 game sample between the 22 and 23 playoffs where Smart and Horford took the most shots on the team in crunch time and Tatum and Brown fell behind them in shot totals. This year it's Tatum, Brown, and then Porzingis, White, Holiday in crunch time. Tatum and Brown are at the top of that hierarchy in terms of shot attempts in crunch time and everybody else is just kind of falling in line behind them. It was the opposite with Smart here. And we can talk about interpersonal stuff and leadership and all that but i do think the biggest reason smart's not here from a schematic standpoint 
is that he was out there in crunch time and teams were able to funnel the ball to him and make him shoot in the biggest moments. That was always the and biggest point is, yeah, and we, that's the biggest and, difference and we, between the last and we teams, tore right? our hair out because again, we'd be arguing with people in the chat over this, <laughs> insisting, insisting that those were good shots because they're open and we're like, they're not because that's what they want you to take. They want the ball out of those guys hands and they're forcing it to your worst shooters. It's why the starting lineup right now is so good because no one's a bad shooter and they can play five out and it does, doesn't matter you're not it doesn't get forced into somebody's hands it's always a good shot when you're able to rotate and find an open shooter and that's why they've been so successful uh with that starting five when you were starting rob and smart you couldn't do that at all so smart was doing that the decision making it was a question of who would have the ball in their hands late uh and oftentimes what you know maybe that was one of the reasons when tatum would get it and hold it because he's like I don't want to give it up because I don't want anyone else to shoot but me. Uh, and if I do, I'm not sure I'm going to get it back. So I, I don't know how that dynamic played out, but they were very dysfunctional late in games. And Marcus was almost always part of closing lineups. And even late last year, and again, we're not just trying to bash last him. Last postseason, they were a disaster. They were a disaster. We were, try, we were saying late in the year, like, you should probably close <laughs> with, with, with Brogdon and White instead of Smart. But they just weren't doing it. So, again, not meant to be entirely a, a, you know, a smart bashing set. But I just think you realize, like, you know, I think he was. Bumpy didn't play tonight. That would have been fun. It is, really and I honestly, that. I think cool. he probably did a really good job, as you said, pointing out what those guys don't like and how to yeah. how to tweak them and how to get them off their game. Uh, He's and, very smart. Joe talked pregame about how he always went to smart to learn NBA defense when he first started coaching. So, I mean, you could see him. He was a big part of their interactions along the sideline tonight they did a great um, job it probably was one of the reasons they were able to limit threes with a fully healthy lineup and score only 102 points so uh here's our announcement and then we're going to wrap it up okay um the still potable podcast okay which was once the anything is potable podcast with uh jay king of the athletic and sam packard um <laughs> now is nice name now change. Is now has <laughs> has moved has has now morphed from the anything is potable to the still potable podcast, and they uh, do most of their business behind a paywall on Patreon, but they do one free show a week, and that's going to be here exclusively on CLNS Media nice. um, once a week. It will be airing live on CLNS Media, uh, most likely usually on Sundays, uh, and usually the Celtics don't play on Sunday. Since they did play tonight, Still Potable is going to debut tonight at 12.30, so in a little That's bit. That's fun. This is like the late night show tonight. So it's going to be like a late, late night show just tonight. Most nights it's not going to follow the Garden Report. It's going to be its own thing, uh, and it's going to go up uh, most likely on Sundays, and there will be more kind of promotion, so you know nice. what that is. But if you're interested in – more basketball talk from a really good crew on a bunch of guys. Um, again, uh, check out that podcast here at 1230, but also know that you can find it here, uh, you know, uh, you know, for the foreseeable future and make sure that you subscribe to their feed. It is formerly the winning plays podcast feed from Brian Robb, um, but it's now renamed still potable. So go search. It's still potable. Um you know, subscribe to their podcast and uh, hang around and watch it uh, tonight at twelve thirty as these guys kind of break things down. Uh, and yes, wow, you I should check it to, out. Uh, report. Might be watching it in bed tonight. Yeah, might have to, might have to yeah. join the chat. I might have to join the chat tonight. I might have to. I was wondering when I'm going on the road against others. Rob tonight. 
Celtics have a six-game homestand coming up, by the way. So lots of opportunities <laughs> to see this game at the Garden, uh, team at the Garden. So so negative. <laughs> so negative. Never change, <laughs> chat. Never change. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I forget. Oh, well. No, and we do appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. We, 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 we'd love to welcome I, – I, there's no competition here uh, at, at uh, CLNS Media. I think more the merrier. Uh, I love uh, – I love – A lot of perspectives. Uh, all the perspectives, and these are some of the – I mean, one, they're extremely knowledgeable, and two, they're, they, uh, you know, they're entertaining, um, you know, and, and, and funny, totally. and they have good chemistry, and they've worked together for a while. Uh, yes, it's dedicated Celtics talk, but they'll definitely dabble. Um, <laughs> they're dedicated de- like we're dedicated <laughs> and, and and judah yeah while it might be a lot for you guys to 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 do 90 minutes with us and then jump on again as i said most nights it's going to be its own it's going to be their own thing Thanks, eyes Fuzzy. are just eyes are just bulging out of your head by the end of, by the end <laughs> that, of it that's me right now Jimmy, uh, by the way. Ball. yeah thanks for that fuzz also first <laughs> of the floor is great too uh if you guys you know for those who don't know uh and they, awesome. they they often go up after we're done too and you can catch it on their feed and you can catch it over here on silence media as well that's an outstanding guys- podcast from guys um from guys who really know ball and uh are obviously they like ball. They do, man. They know what they're talking about. They're really smart dudes. Celtics Lab, another good one. Yeah. A couple other ones. Yeah. Jimmy, uh, what's up, Bobby? Big fan of Memphis. Yeah, you like you, you did. What'd you get into? Yeah. Tell the people what do you what, what do you suggest? So, my Airbnb guy gave me a lot of great recommendations, but went to that barbecue spot he recommended. Uh, Cozy Corner, amazing Cozy Corner. sandwich. Uh, What'd you get? Wings, ribs, what kind of sandwich pork sliced pork um the wings were huge you know like full <laughs> full size wings the ribs were great probably some of the best i've had i uh, didn't love the sides but nice iced tea that was an amazing dinner nice. went to beale street well, that's i gotta that's ask it. though because you just brought it up what did you get for sides it was like potato salad oh, yeah that could be a hit or miss potato salad could be a hit or yeah miss. Um, you gotta go like mac and yeah, cheese or something i feel like they didn't have mac and cheese, huh. so I would, you know, sides are different sure. everywhere. But whatever they corn do bread. in the salt, they do like the bread. There's no cornbread down here. They just give you that slice of white bread. Oh right, Texas right, right. Toast. Um, nice, dude. But then went out, listened to some blues all night, danced a little. It was fun. Did you get your, put on your dancing shoes? I did for a few. Got songs. off the plane. I didn't think I was gonna get up, but got up there, danced for a few. In the songs. middle of the pouring rain. Few- <laughs> Walking in Memphis, get it? Two, three hours. I was in there listening to music at, uh, on Beale Street. There, it was really fun last night. Today, mostly worked. I'm gonna try. I'm not flying till one tomorrow. I'm gonna try to get into some of the museum early tomorrow. <laughs> Go see the MLK thing. Uh, the MLK museum there. Um, are you back for the? Are you back for the Garden Report tomorrow night? I am. Okay. Seven o'clock game. So right? Memphis is a place I should check out. I, guess. I was gonna go there anyways because that's good. It's got a good music. Scene. I will a lot say of though, would rather go to Nashville. They'll just skip over Memphis. Different. I will really say. Vibes. What? My my host did tell me it was gonna get loud at night. You know, cars screeching by, just people you know out and about outside of my window. <laughs> uh, and there was like one like you know police car went flying and like turned the sirens on right by the house. I I was like in bed at midnight. That woke me up. And then, like a half hour later, you know how your phone does those like alerts, yes. like guy on the loose, <laughs> got one of those. Just another uh, night in Memphis, called? I guess. 
Bolo, be on the lookout. 1230, I'm like falling asleep, like finally like starting to doze off. And this thing just blasts my phone. Turns out it was your it was your uh it was your Airbnb host. That would be a quite the twist. No, no, but it was it wasn't, yeah. But it was it woke me up and I like shot out of bed. Um so that was something. But it's been a fun trip. Enjoyed it a lot. Did you see uh you bump in any you bump into Gary out there anywhere? I bet you he knows Gary's out here. He knows where Um, the spots are. Again, saw Marcus briefly. Watch? Wish, wish we, wish we got him, but he'll be back in Boston soon enough. And um, who else did I see out here? Did Marcus get a tribute video? You think? The Michael Cole covers the Grizzlies out here. Friend of the show. Nice. Shout out to him. There you go. Um, but yeah, hung out with Drew for a little bit today. Drew Carter got some lunch with him. Yeah. Good for you. All right. So, good. How was that? Good stuff. Um, all right, we're gonna no, wrap this. Diary entry, love that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you know Check what? We should still- get that every video. We should get that every road trip from Bobby John. Check right. out Still Potable coming up uh, in a few minutes. Uh, it'll be back on here. Check out our our, our Twitter uh, for promos. You'll see you'll see that uh, uh, there. But um, if you just subscribe and turn on your notifications, you'll get a little ding. So if you want to check that show out and hear what those guys have to say, um, little ding. Both both B Rob and Jay are also in Memphis, I believe. Is that right, Bobby? B-Rob is not Jay. Oh, Jay is. So they're going to do their stuff uh, and then jump on here. Uh, once again, our sponsors here, we want to give a shout out to FanDuel. 150 in bonus bets when you place a winning $5 money line bet. Listen to Jimmy for that, for those tips. Visit FanDuel.com slash Boston. Get in on the action today. And of course, HelloFresh, free breakfast for life, HelloFresh.com slash CLNS free. Use the code CLNS free, get a free breakfast item for life in every box you order. (laughs) Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy just wants them to put two eggs in there. Give me Crack them right on your head. That'd be pasture, pasture though, pasture raised. My my five-year-old now cracks the eggs by herself for the French toast this morning. Yeah. Any shells? She's good about the shell. She gets egg all over her hands, but she's good at when she's got the method down to <laughs> go important. and to yeah. kind of stick your thumbs in there and then separate the two and let it drop out. And she's got it. So, so you we're making French toast this morning. But no peanut butter, no bananas, I imagine, based on the feedback that I got. From I, do a, I do a berry compote when I'm feeling a little saucy. It's pretty easy to do. Um, and um, so sometimes I'll do that, but I'll, oftentimes I'll just keep it simple. Just a yeah. good like challah or a brioche yeah. French toast. Um, you so you what, you've Gross. taught your daughter to crack an egg by sticking her thumbs into the egg, not by just she, tapping she, it into the side. She gets the crack and okay, then she, okay. no, oh and yeah, then in yeah. the crack she separates it well, but she doesn't just burst through yeah, and you have can't the thing just, explode. Then, She's got, right. she can she can she can get right in that crack there and open it up and drop it in there and she's been good and it's a source of pride for her. So yeah, love that. Good for her. Never do I had point. a kid. I've got I got three of them. That you I know three of. of them. Yeah. I got three. He's got three. Uh, th- thank you guys for twins, hanging out with right? Philip. I got five-year-old twins and I got an 11-year-old who won yeah. her soccer tournament today, pre-Thanksgiving oh. soccer tournament, um, with a That's good impressive. grudge match win over a team that beat them earlier in the year. Um, so that was good. Probably gets she had a goal. She had a goal and a, probably out there. A goal and an assist. I mean, wow, good for her. Yeah. You'll be you'll be traveling. You'll yeah, be really traveling all here about when I used to cook. What's that? This guy really wants to hear about when I used to cook in the comments. Maybe we'll we'll do it one day. We got two more shows before Thanksgiving, you guys. Cook, you're gonna Bobby. hear. You're gonna you're gonna hear a shit ton about uh 
uh, about food oh, in the next couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it is. Uh, it's the egg. Wednesday is going to be a wild one at the garden. We'll obviously have tomorrow night's it's game. It's going to be a wild so, one in my but, kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Wednesday's going to be. Uh, awesome. And the Bucks are playing well. We'll, well. we'll get to that later in the week, but got another big win last night. Yeah. All right. I'm ready no, for I wasn't here. I was. I wasn't at the game, guys. I'm just. I'm relaying the info. <laughs> I was. I took. I took the girls for a Boston day. The twins. We, you been to Memphis, Sean? Yes, I have. You were in Boston today. Yeah, I took. That's uh, weird. I took My phone girls. must have been off or something. I didn't get a. <laughs> I didn't get a. I, you know, it's bad twi- service. He doesn't want to see us, Jimmy. It's, we know what yeah. it is. I took the twins on the train in because they think the train is like fun. So we took the tea into Boston. It is fun do they for know? them. The they worst. loved it. <laughs> Where'd you go? What'd you do? Just walked around. We were uh, back Bay Area. We went to um, we went to get a bite to eat. Uh, listened to nice. some street musicians. Got a oh, cookie wow. from Levan Bakery. Went to Burdick's Chocolate Shop where they get these little chocolate mice. Um, that's pretty oh. good. Went down Chocolate to the public mice. garden. Yeah, walked around there. Came back around. Uh, good day. They went to. They like going to that soap store where they have all of those bath bombs things on Newberry. Yeah. That's a good spot. Yeah. Good for you. Dad yeah. of the year, anyway. everybody. Take notes. Dad of the year. Yeah. Yeah. The Awards travel coming podcast. In the mail. Yeah. So again, two more shows coming up, obviously Monday and Wednesday, but we do have, as we said, the still potable podcast is up probably in like 15 minutes or so. So again, I, I am, I am stalling right now. Cause I want is you guys to. Doing? Over- I was wondering why you were giving me so much run. run I'm stalling. Talk nonsense. I'm stalling a little bit. I'm stalling for this. Well, Bobby podcast. will give us a hour by hour. No, Bobby's got to go. Bobby's got to travel. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to wrap it. Thank you guys for hanging out. Jimmy uh, MVP effort tonight. He was not going to be on the show, but he jumped Thank on Jimmy. because uh, we MVP. had a couple of uh, last second. Si- yeah. Last, last, last second situations. And Jimmy jumped in here. Um, so I, I do okay appreciate that. My that. entire work week is completely effed now. It's no big deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, guys.